1: Well, good evening. Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show planned for you. We are going to be talking about Sexual Assault Awareness Month. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And so this evening we're going to give you some insight and some wisdom on uh, how to prevent and also how to uh, bring community awareness and uh, just talk a little bit about a subject that's not easy to talk about, but we feel like we need to educate our listeners and even ourselves on things that we can do to make um, it better. You know, it's it's about learning and um, educating ourselves on uh, the things that we need to know instead of turning away from a problem. It's better to Look at it head on and say, What can we do to make a difference? So, tonight we're going to be talking about sexual assault awareness. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. If you would like to have some input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325 428 6145. And if you're listening tonight and you would like to, you can interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week, I I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home family. And relationships. We'll be back. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNEORadio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week on the program, we'll be talking about sexual assault awareness. Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock right here on 95.3 FM and Radio.com for At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. I'll see you then. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven offers services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment to medical and law enforcement, legal advocacy, individual counseling. The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend that is being abused. set an example for more information on how you can help call the haven at 325-597-7644 together we can end domestic violence and sexual assault no more it's none of my business no more i'm sure they'll work it out no more
0: boys will be boys
1: no more i'll say something next time
0: no more why didn't she tell anyone no more she was flirting with him No more. She's too smart to let that happen. No more. Not my problem. No more. He didn't mean it. No more. Why doesn't she just leave? No more. He said he was sorry. No more. She was drunk. No more. She was asking for it. No more. She
1: seems just fine to me. No more. She should have been more careful. No more. We don't talk about that.
0: No more bystanding. No more ignorance. No more excuses. No more. No more. No more.
1: Well, welcome back. This is Thoughts From Home. At present, sexual assault are the most prevalent crimes in the U.S., yet also the most unreported. Over the last two decades, much work has been dedicated to change the landscape of sexual assault and to empower victims of this type of crime. But the thing is, despite several helpful progressive reforms, sexual assault statistics reflect that many crimes are still not fully addressed or understood which is why it is important that we analyze and address the strengths and the weaknesses of the current approach with the help of the latest sexual harassment statistics in order to understand what needs to be improved and where. One of the most shocking facts about sexual assault is that approximately only five percent of sexual assault reports filed have been proven false. 82 percent of juvenile sexual assault victims are female and 90% of adult rape victims are female. Adolescents aged 14 to 17 were by far the most likely to be sexually victimized, nearly one in six. that 16.3% was sexually victimized in the past year. Although statistics on sexual assault can't even begin to convey the suffering of a victim and their families, they can offer a glimpse into the disturbing extent of the issue. In 2019, over 652,676 women were raped. This figure excludes non-rape sexual assaults but includes date rape statistics, if included. Data from non-rape sexual assaults would take that figure closer to one million mark. What's worse is it's been rising for the last decade in an annual rate of 2.9 percent, and this trend shows no sign of decreasing. Over 40 percent of women in the U.S. have encountered sexual violence. Sexual abuse, as shown by rape and sexual assault statistics, has affected 41.8% of women in the U.S. who have been victimized by sexual violence other than rape. Nearly 80% of female sexual assault victims experience their first assault before the age of 25. Exactly 79.6% of female victims who have experienced one or more completed rape did so before the age of 25, and around 20% of American males have been the victim of sexual violence. A quarter of male victims of sexual assault were under 10 years of age. And according to the studies, an estimated total of 28% of male victims of sexual assault in the U.S. will have experienced their first assault at 10 years of age or younger. Rape statistics show that less than 20% of rapes are reported. It is estimated that only 19% of rapes completed or attempted are reported annually, and this figure runs consistently across the board. The general consensus is that rape is still considered something shameful, and the victims reluctantly want to tell anyone. Women and men with disabilities face twice the risk of sexual assault than an able-bodied individual. Sadly, data gathered from the Watchdog Organization in the U.S. Sexual Assault Statistics have found that disabled people were twice as likely to be victims of sexual assault than able-bodied people. Statistics of sexual abuse show that the majority of these heinous assaults were carried out in the care environments, both facilities and home care. And yet they were also reported as taking place during hospital or general practitioner sessions, as well as an individual therapy session. Nearly 20,000 sexual assaults were reported in the military last year. A study on the level of sexual assault within the military from 2010 revealed sexual violence statistics that showed a figure of 3,577, of which only a quarter took place during the deployment, In combat zones. The study was reported in 2019, and the sexual assault stats showed over 19,000 sexual assaults had now taken place in the U.S. military, so there was a rise. 7.2 percent of all children surveyed in 2019 had been victims of sexual assault. Child sexual assault statistics highlights that teens aged 14 to 17 were in the highest risk category for sexual assault, with more than one in four adolescents, that's 27.3%, having been sexually victimized during their lifetime. Women's sexual assault statistics reveal some extremely disturbing facts. An estimated 70 women commit suicide daily in the U.S. directly as a result of sexual violence. Worryingly, this figure has grown to almost 3%. That's 2.87% over last year. And according to statistics and sexual harassment facts from 2021, the incidence of stalking that led to sexual assaults have increased steadily over the last year. What makes this figure even more alarming is the fact that initiatives were put in place to prevent and protect victims from such occurrence. So governmental legislation and thinking about this issue must be reviewed. Sexual harassment statistics reflect a large percentage of women that have been reported and have been a victim to attempted or completed rape in 2019. Current rape statistics by state show that all women are in danger of being a victim of sexual assault. Surveys in rape statistics by gender have found that one in six American women and one in 33 American men has experienced an attempted completed rape as a child or an adult. This disturbing figure has been predicted to rise exponentially over the next three years. And statistics in 2019 on sexual harassment from the Department of Justice suggest that over 1.5 million women and 834,700 men are raped and are physically assaulted annually by an intimate partner in the United States. This staggering figure is both disheartening and unnerving. Experts have created focus groups to analyze and explore these sexual assault statistics by state and in more depth, and according to the sexual assault statistics, males are also at high risk victims of sexual violence, which means that sexual abuse is not limited to females and the abuse of boys has little to do with either the abuser or the victim's sexual orientation. Perhaps unsurprisingly, male rape statistics show that most perpetrators of male sexual assaults are men. These perpetrators choose to rape both gay or straight men because rape is an act of aggression and domination, not of sexual desire. Contrary to popular belief, girls and women can most definitely be perpetrators of sexual violence towards males, and instances of this kind are more more prevalent in society than most people realize. And according to gun violence statistics, attackers can use various weapons, physical force, or even threat of force to gain the upper hand. Others, according to rape victim statistics, may use blackmail or their position of authority to threaten someone into submission. Approximately 16% of males in juvenile prisons have been sexually abused, and in 2019, the study by the U.S. Center of Disease Control examined women, rape statistics, in juvenile prisons for instances and frequency of sexual violence. The results showed that 16% of males have been victims of sexual abuse, whereas over 60% of males in these facilities had encountered the threat of sexual violence. According to sexual assault statistics in 2019, studies and statistically analysis in excess of 25 percent, it's 27.8 percent to be exact, of male victims of sexual assault will probably experience their first attack by the age of 10 or younger. And nearly 40 percent of adult males that experience sexual violence from an intimate partner are left with psychological scarring. Reports and studies on U.S. rape statistics show clearly that 39.7% of men who have experienced sexual assault from their partner, such as rape, stalking, or physical violence, are left with long term impacts such as post traumatic stress disorder and other types of psychological injury. According to rape statistics, extensive studies and focus groups in 2019 involved a record high of male rape victims within the city, with a record high figure of 18% which is 5.7 percent higher than in 2019. Over 80 percent of sexual assaults are committed by an acquaintance. Relatives, teachers, religious leaders, former spouses. Unfortunately, the list of possible attackers is one of the people who will most often have a very intimate relationship with the victim. Statistics on rape indicate that this connection normally results in most rape victims shying away from reporting such incidents because of emotional pressures. Almost 95 percent of child victims knew their sexual attacker. Rape stats show that the vast majority percentage of 93.98 percent of child victims in the U.S. in 2019 were familiar with their attacker. In almost all these cases, as reflected by a teenage sexual assault statistic, the child had spent a significant amount of time with their attacker prior to the sexual assault taking place. The rate of false rape claims in the U.S. as well as below the 10% average mark. Although false rape claims do happen, it is important to keep in mind that the majority of rape claims are legitimate, as sexual assault statistics reveal. In fact, data correlating in 2020 from false rape statistics showed that a a combined rate of 6.9% of rape claims were false. Sexual assault costs the U.S. billions of dollars annually. Findings from college sexual assault statistics and other reports showing that although sexual assaults take heinous tolls on their victims and cause terrible emotional damage, there is another cost that is really factored into tragic events, the cost on society and financial terms. According to stats on sexual abuse, when we factor in the cost of funding and running sexual assault services, the resulting of lower educational aspirations, which is a common affliction amongst the adolescents who have been the victim of a child abuse or sexual assault, and the cost of lost earnings of victims who have been traumatized to a point where they are unable to work, the cost on the U.S. annually is exceeding over $450 billion. A staggering figure on paper and one that is according to stats on sexual assault been increasing yearly by 1.8% on average. 69% of rape victims in the U.S. are women aged between 12 to 34 years old. Sexual violence figures from 2019 were significantly higher and compared to sexual assault statistics in 2018. The 12 to 34 age bracket has been known to encompass the majority of rape victims in the U.S. on an average year. An American is sexually assaulted every 93 seconds. Sexual assaults are the rise throughout the whole of the U.S., and on average, state-by-state comparative analysis, including rape statistics by race data, shows that there are approximately 325,566 victims of rape and sexual assault age 12 or older in the U.S. every year. Girls and women between the ages of 16 and 19 are four times more likely than girls and women in the age groups to be assaulted or raped. Results gathered from numerous studies show that the campus sexual assault statistics have found patterns on the locale of the victim. In general, 46% of sexual assault victims were sleeping or performing another activity at home when they were victimized. Nearly 23% were traveling to and from school or work, shopping or running errands. Some 19% were working when they were assaulted, 9% were attending school, and 19% were doing some other activity. According to sexual assault facts, one out of every six American women will most probably be the victim of an attempted or completed rape in her lifetime. This ratio has doubled in the last five years, and analysis that the same to happen over the course of the next half a decade. 1 in 33 American men, about 3% of the total percentage of women sexually assaulted, have experienced an attempted or completed rape in their lifetime. This figure has increased by 22.4% over the last five years. And for every 1,000 rapes in the U.S., 995 perpetrators will go unpunished. Studies covering unreported sexual assault statistics show that the overwhelming majority of perpetrators will escape punishment of any kind. U.S. rape stats show that too many victims are afraid to follow through with the legalities of their claim, leading to perpetrators escaping punishment of any form. Sexual assault statistics, this is the way to get ahead. As you can see from the last stats, the current state of sexual assaults in the U.S. is fairly bad, and current measures do not seem to be working. So in addition to increasing awareness of sexual assault dangers and the stigma around sexual assault, it needs to be lifted. This will encourage victims to come forward and prosecute attackers and also allow authorities to provide victims with the assistance and help that they need in order to heal. As a community, we need to continue to bring awareness and prevention throughout the year with education, training, and punishment for the perpetrator. We must work together to make our communities a safer place. Together, we can stop sexual assault. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay with us for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out. No more, boys will be boys. No more, I'll say something next time.
0: No more, why didn't she tell anyone? No more, she was flirting with him. No Eh, more, she's too smart to let that happen. No more, not my problem. No more, he didn't mean it. No more, why doesn't she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry. No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more, she seems just fine to me. No
1: more, she should have been more careful. No more, we don't talk about that.
0: No more bystanding.
1: No more ignorance.
0: No more excuses. No more. No more. No more.
1: It doesn't matter what you were wearing, or what you were drinking, or what you agreed to in the past. Sexual assault is never your fault. If you or someone you love has experienced sexual assault, support is available 24-7 through the Haven Family Shelter by calling 325-597-7644. That's 325-597-7644. Or you can call the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656- 4673. That's 1-800-656-HOPE. Don't believe the lie. No one deserves to experience sexual assault. No man, no woman, no child. And if you've been sexually assaulted, it is not your fault. Sexual assault is never your fault. So get the help that you need. Call the Haven Family Shelter at 325-597-7644. It's never too late to make the call and stop the violence. Back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are discussing sexual assault, sexual assault awareness. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and uh, so tonight we've given a lot of statistics in our opening comments, uh, thoughts from home, and so we're going to continue to talk about those. As well as some other things uh, that have to do with sexual assault, which is not a very easy topic to talk about, but it is something that is very needed to be talked about. And uh, there are warnings, there are things that we can take into consideration when we are talking about sexual assault, and that is to believe the victim. A lot of times uh, people want to blame a victim for. Uh, whatever reason, maybe they felt like they deserved it because of where they were, or maybe they deserved it because of what they were wearing, or maybe they deserved it because of, you know, the activities that they participate in, or the kind of person that that person thinks they are. Uh, For whatever reason, sometimes we label people and we uh, judge quickly um, when it is not our place to judge. So, you know, my encouragement to everyone out there listening, uh, same for myself is to believe. If someone comes, especially a child, comes to you and tells you that something has happened, believe it and investigate it and uh, try to find some answers yourself. But don't just cut off the communication by telling someone, oh, that didn't happen. Because uh, we do more damage to a victim when we do not validate their feelings or we do not respect them coming and telling us about something that was probably very difficult for them to come to talk about to begin with. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule.
0: Hi, Good evening, Rudy. I was uh, listening to you talk, and I was thinking about several responses that people have on this topic, and so I just want to do some free wheeling here for just a moment, sure. if you'll allow me. sure. Um, There might be skeptics out there that think, oh, come on, it's not that big a deal. It's not as bad as you make it out. And I want to say this. I really came to understand this issue much better when I realized just how many women I have in my life. I have two grandmothers. I have a mother. I have a sister. I have a wife. I have a daughter, two daughters. And... My son may get married, and I'll have a daughter-in-law. My children may have daughters, and then I'll have more women in my life. And as every issue that affects women, men are affected too because these are relatives of yours, people you love that are affected, whatever the issue may be, even if it's just equal pay or equal rights. There are women in our lives, sexual harassment, that we don't want. You know, I don't want my wife or my daughters or my mother sexually harassed at work. And so, whenever it comes to sexual trauma, sexual assault, uh, we've got to get serious about this. Men have to stand up and say, This is enough. As a child growing up, this kind of thing went on, and women just kept their mouths shut and tried to survive. And then someone came along and said, you know what, this is wrong, and I'm going to put a stop to it. And they got a lot of other people involved, and it got publicity. And now I think any uh, God-fearing man would agree, this is wrong, and we've got to put a stop to it. We've got to be aware of it. We've got to know it's real. We've got to protect our women. We've got to protect our children. And we've got to do whatever it takes to put an end to this. It's a terrible thing. You think, well, and this is one of my hot-button issues, and Debbie knows, and I don't want to go off on a tangent here.
1: <laughs> the kids are resilient? But, no, oh, that's that's it. Okay. That's it. And whenever <laughs> somebody
0: in authority says, well, children are resilient, I just want to choke them into unconsciousness. That's a horrible attitude to have towards children. Well, they're resilient. Well, thank God they are because they get abused a lot. And that's what we need to put a stop to. And saying they're resilient doesn't paste over the fact that they have been scarred for life.
1: Yes.
0: And a child gets sexually assaulted or sexually abused. They have PTSD for. Ever, there's no amount of counseling that can ever wipe that out of their mind they have to deal with that fact forever and if you've ever known anyone that has been sexually abused as a child you'll know what I'm telling you is true and so if you're a, a lawmaker or you're uh, someone out there that passes judgment or you're someone out there that works with victims Don't come to me and say children are resilient. That sounds to me like an excuse, that it's not as bad as it is, it's worse Mm -hmm. than we can get our mind around. So I'm off my rant now.
1: Yes, and just to go along with what you were saying, and I may have mentioned this in early uh, opening comments as well, and that is that one in nine girls and one in 53 boys under the age of 18 experience sexual abuse Um, at the assault uh, sexual abuse or assault at the hands of an adult Uh, 82 percent of all victims are under 18 are female but you know it does happen to boys and you were talking about you know you have women in your life Um, you have a son and you have grandsons as well and they are just as vulnerable as a woman we say that a woman you know is more vulnerable to sexual attack but you know there are um, people that prey on people and they really don't care if it's a male female child they just want control and power and so um, you know you could be a man and you could be at um, a play, an establishment where you leave a drink on the counter and you run to the restroom and somebody that you've been just sitting there kind of talking to sports and kind of hanging with a little bit and um, says, hey, let's go to this other club over here. or Let's go do this or whatever. And they've slipped something in your drink. And before you know it, you're headed out the door with somebody and you're out of it. Um, it happens. And people say, well, how does that happen to a 250-pound, five man? You know, it happens. It happens because people um, need to be aware of their surroundings and they need to take precautions. You know, men and women. Don't leave drinks out. Don't walk away from a drink or food in a place where you can't trust everybody. And if you don't know everybody there, you can't trust them. And so you got to be careful about these things. And, you know, so it is men and women. And um, I appreciate so much what you said about women.
0: Don't be flippant about men being sexually assaulted. I mean, there are men out there that say, well, I wish I could get sexually assaulted. Listen, it's not a woman that's going to sexually assault you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some men doing things to you that you're not going going to enjoy. And talking about abusing children, little boys and little girls, that is horrendous. Mm-hmm. There aren't words to describe that. And so it's time to quit making jokes. It's time to quit being uncomfortable. It's time to step up and say, you know what, I, as as, far as I can do it, I'm going to put a stop to this. I'm going to do what I can do to put an end to this. And if you know somebody who's doing it, you need to call the authorities. You need to help get some evidence and we need to put a stop to it. Mm -hmm. Listen, only a sick person would do this to someone else. So let's get them help and let's make sure they don't harm anybody else.
1: And uh, some of the statistics that you brought, Rudy, I appreciate this. Is it's from 2009 and 2013. I'm sure it has uh, grown since more. then. But a lot um, of statistics, you know, it takes, um, years, they're a little yeah. bit in the past, but there takes years to kind of gather all of that data. But in 2019 to 2013, Child Protective Services agencies substantiated Um, Or found strong evidence to indicate that 63,000 children a year were victims of sexual abuse. And again, these are by usually family members or people that these children know.
0: And let me jump in here with that. Somebody, some smart acre is going to come along and say, well, that's a very small percentage A very small percentage. You know, if it's your child, who cares what the percentages are? If it happens to you, you don't care about what the percentages are. You're dealing with something horrific. And so people that try to spin it and twist it and negate it and downplay it, I don't know who you think you're working for, but you're working against good people. And you need to rethink your approach.
1: On, uh, it says 93% of child victims knew their perpetrator. 59% of perpetrators are acquaintances, and 34% are family members, and 7% are strangers. All right, I want to jump in here on this. Out of let me just finish this real quick. Out of sexual abuse cases reported to CPS in 2013, that 47,000 men and 5,000 women were the alleged perpetrators. So there are women that are out there committing crimes. They're not as many as men, of course. it seems to be uh, more male perpetrators, but uh, there are male and female perpetrators that commit these horrific acts.
0: So a uh, previous statistic you gave, 93% of victims know the perpetrator, 93%. Yes. Let me say this to all you parents out there. No one has the right to take care of your child. No one has the right to be around your child. And what I'm saying is just because they may be related to you, just because they may be in the grandparent role or the uncle role or the aunt role or the niece or nephew or cousin role, no one has the right to be around your children. And you need to embrace that because whenever you get pushed back, if you feel uncomfortable with your child being in someone's presence and you get pushed back on that, you need to know you have the right to decide who's in that child's life, who spends time with that child. No one has the right to be with your child in any way, shape, or form, privately or publicly or alone or with others around because sexual abuse can go on right under the noses, right in the same room. It's people that do it know how to get away with it. Mm-hmm. No one has the right to be around your children. And you've got to embrace that. Mm-hmm. And you've got to put, you are the parent, and it's your responsibility to protect that child. I don't, I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip on parents. Children are out of our view so often and, and so many times. But if you have a feeling that you don't want your child around somebody, it doesn't matter what their relationship is to you, you have the right to say no.
1: That's right. And follow that discernment. Follow that instinct uh, because it might be valid. Uh, Maybe it's there for a warning, for protection. uh, But, you know, you're never going to go wrong if you're just cautious with it and you follow it uh, by putting parameters around those relationships that you might not be real comfortable with. And when a child comes to you and says, you know, I don't want to go or I don't want to, you know, a lot of that is separation anxiety and children just don't want to go and they don't want to be left and, you know, that goes on. But when you see a child that is um, being overcome with emotions of, of fear and they're becoming very anxious and there's other things going on in their life. Maybe they're um, showing some signs at school. Maybe they're not wanting to uh, do some activities. Maybe they have become a little more sheltered. You know, they're doing some other things that are out of character for them. And then there's a place or a person that they really don't want to go and be left alone with. These are all warning signs that you need to be a of your child is trying to tell you something but it's very difficult for them to communicate and it's very difficult for them to communicate about something that they don't understand because if they're a very young child and I'm talking about elementary age I mean they may know things because they see things or kids talk or whatever but they may not be able to completely comprehend and be able to communicate to you as their parent what is going on. We need to be sensitive. We need to have our eyes open. We need to have our ears open. We need to be sensitive to the fact that when our children say something to us, that we need to validate their feelings, and then we need the responsibility. We need to go, and we need to find it out. And that does not involve the child. That involves you doing some work and finding out what is going on. Why is Susie uncomfortable? Why is Tommy uncomfortable? I, I was kind of getting a check as well, and maybe I need to research this a little bit. Maybe I need to be a little more cautious. Maybe I need to put the brakes on this relationship a little bit. It's okay. As Rudy said, no one has the right to your child. That's your child, and you make the call.
0: That's right. You have the right to make the call. And let me say this. Pediatricians look at 100 children a day five days a week and they do it for year after year after year they've seen girls fall on the center bar of a boy's bicycle they've seen boys playing in trees get jabbed in the scrotum with sticks they can tell the difference between what is an injury from play and what is abuse yes and if you're have any question about the injuries you see on your child, take them to a pediatrician, let them be examined, and you don't want to cause trauma to the child. You can do this in a way that doesn't cause trauma. Right. And if the pediatrician says this looks like abuse, you need to follow up on that.
1: Mm hmm. Yes. And, um, and a lot of times it's not the case, uh, but a lot of times it is as well. So do your due diligence as a parent. Protect your kids. I know you are. I know there's no one that loves your child more than you, but it's just sometimes that we all make innocent mistakes by just being unaware and not knowing and just not, you know, in tune with what's going on. And it's not because we don't love our child. It's just because we're uneducated and we don't have the knowledge um, on how to bring awareness or how to watch for certain things in our kids and in our homes. And so that's why we want to help you uh, with programs like tonight that help you just be able to see what's going on, to follow up, and to be a better parent, to be a better neighbor, to be a better sister, mother, father, um, brother, whatever it may be. But with knowledge and with um, community awareness, we can stop some of these acts. We won't completely wipe it out, but we can make a difference if we stand uh, to make a difference. So I'm going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after a couple of messages. Stay with us. What kind of a man would let that happen to him? It's none of my business.
0: He just needs to get over it. Why didn't he fight back? Why didn't he tell anyone? Boys will be boys. It's just a women's issue. He seems just fine to me. That's not how I saw it. He said he was sorry. But he's such a nice guy. I'll say something next time. Not at this school. Not on this team. Not in this family. That doesn't happen to guys. It's just a misunderstanding.
1: It's not my problem.
0: We don't talk about that. We're never going to fix it.
1: Two out of every three sexual assaults go unreported. College students are even less likely to report if they've been sexually assaulted. If something happened to you, there are people who can talk you through the next steps. If you want to report, it can be helpful to know what's ahead. 994 rapists out of every 1,000 will walk free. That means only six of those 1,000 will ever spend a day in prison. If you've been assaulted, maybe it's very difficult to report, but it really is the only thing to do. If you have experienced sexual assault, it can be difficult to know what steps to take or what to do next, so call the Haven Family Shelter at 325-597-7644. You can call today to talk to someone who can explain your options, or call 1-800-656-HOPE. It's never easy to make the call, but take the first step to healing and make the call. welcome back. We are talking about uh, sexual assault awareness tonight and trying to just educate ourselves on uh, how we can prevent, how we can bring awareness, and how we can make some changes uh, in our own personal lives and in the lives of our neighbors and in our community uh, to just help prevent um, some of the assaults that happen. Uh, Some cannot be prevented, but, you know, with some education and awareness, we can make a difference. I just believe that we can make a difference. So uh, we've been discussing that this evening. And, Rudy, before we took a break, you had a uh, thought that you wanted to share, and I thought it was a good thought we were talking about over the break.
0: Well, thank you, Debbie. And before the break, I was considering this uh, point of view or this actually a statistical fact that many times victims of sexual assault and abuse as children become perpetrators as adults. Yes. So this has several facets to it. We all uh, decry the uh, victimization of this person as a child. But in court, whenever they're brought in and charged with assaulting a child or assaulting an adult. They use this as a defense. Well, I was sexually abused as a child. And that mitigates their punishment. And that's very aggravating to me. I follow this creed. You never excuse bad behavior. You don't excuse it. You don't make excuses for it. Bad behavior is called bad behavior because it has bad results. It has bad consequences. You don't excuse bad behavior so if someone who tragically was abused as a child and listen the statistics show that if you're abused as a child you have a high risk of becoming an abuser as an adult because you look at they look at it as it's normal it mm-hmm. happened in your life and look you turned out okay You have a job, you pay taxes, you're not a criminal, you're not killing anybody. They rationalize all of this and so making their behavior okay. They don't get help. Uh, I, I wish we had a statistic on how much of these sexual abuses and assaults on children never go reported. Because if it's never reported, these children never get any counseling. They Mm -hmm. never get any tools to deal with what happened to them. And so they become adults, and they think, you know, it happened to me, and it was okay, and so I'm going to continue this terrible uh, pattern. Mm -hmm. So you don't excuse bad behavior. People that do this need to be punished to the full extent of the law. Don't push it under the rug. Don't say, well, that's my brother or that's my sister or that's my relative or my friend or my dad. None of those are excuses for bad behavior. Mm -hmm. It needs to be dealt with severely.
1: Yes. And, you know, as an adult, we all at some point have to take responsibility for our past experiences and get the help that we need. And last week's program, which will be uploaded to a podcast, was on child abuse awareness. And we talked a great deal about ACE, Adverse Childhood Experiences. And sexual abuse is an adverse childhood experience. It is a trauma that some people experience young in their life. And when they don't get the help for it when they're young and they become an adult, there are things like Rudy's talking about, you know, symptoms that maybe they become a perpetrator themselves. Uh, but a lot of other things can happen as well. So, uh, you know, we have a responsibility to get the help that we need and not blame it on someone else. We're adults and we can't blame the past. We've got to make the future better by dealing with our past sometimes so um, if you're a person that has dealt with horrific acts in your past uh, you might research that or you can also contact at home success coaching we'll try to help you with that as well by putting giving you some information on adverse childhood experiences and giving you some coaching on how to deal with that trauma whether it was sexual abuse or any other trauma that you experienced from uh, abuse emotional physical mental uh, emotional spiritually, or maybe it was just neglect, or you were raised in a home with dysfunction, which is defined as with uh, addiction and um, some of these other things that we mentioned. So contact us, uh, and we will try to get you some materials and some things to help you to be able to deal with those issues so that you can become the best person that you can be.
0: Don't minimize the trauma that you've uh, encountered or endured as an individual. There are healthy ways to yes. deal with that, heal from that, get better from that. Don't mm-hmm. minimize the trauma that you've experienced.
1: Yeah. And we say that victims um, of sexual assault and abuse, uh, four times. They're about four times more likely to develop symptoms of drug abuse, about four times more likely to experience post-traumatic stress disorder as adults. They're also three times more likely to experience a major depressive episode as adults. Um, And again, perpetrators of child abuse are often related to the victim. So, you know, you've got to watch those things. But uh, there is help out there for you. And um, to help take care of yourself, even if you've never acted out, if there's something in your past. It's best to deal with it and be able to move forward than pretend that it didn't happen.
0: Listen, if your child goes off with a relative and your child is a bubbly, bouncy, happy, smiling, fun-loving, and love their uncle or their aunt or their cousin, uh, and now they come back and they're different, well, don't pass it off to a phase. Don't pass it off to being moody. You need to dig in. Mm -hmm. You need to use some really... um, good questions and you need to build a rapport with that child to find out what happened,
1: mm-hmm. And possibly talk with someone to be able to get uh, the answers or the questions to ask that child because you don't want to do any harm and you don't want to feed into or lead into something that may not be there. So you have to be very careful about that, too. Uh, And there is clergy. There is, uh, like we said, at-home success coaching. There are wonderful counselors in the area that you can speak with that would be able to give you some of the questions uh, that you can ask your child to see if something maybe was going on. We have uh, an event that's coming up this week on Tuesday night at the Heart of Texas Event Center. It's sponsored by the Haven Family Shelter and the McCullough County. Um, Mercantile Resale Shop It is What Were You Wearing? This is a fashion show and Survivor art exhibit It is going to be Tuesday, April 12th uh, starting at 6 o'clock will be happy hour. 7 o'clock will be the fashion show. Tickets are $10. You can call the shelter at 325-597-7644 to get tickets, or you can get them at the door. You can also call the mercantile at 597-1455. Encourage you to put this event on your calendar. Uh, it's a great event. and You get to see a little bit of fashion, as well as learning about um, what you were wearing art exhibit, which tells you that it doesn't really matter what you you were wearing, you did not deserve to be sexually assaulted. And so uh, that is just a fact. But a lot of people in our society blame it on, again, like I said earlier, uh, what she was wearing or what she wasn't wearing, you know. Um, and, and that is no excuse for someone to be um, sexually assaulted. We need to train our girls uh, to be a little more modest in their dress and to be cautious and to be aware that there are bad people out there, but it is no way, shape or form, is it a um, release or a, an invitation uh, to have someone assaulted.
0: You look at Miley Cyrus, who likes to run around in the buff. Listen, she's looked up to by a lot of young people, and nobody has the right to go and rape Miley Cyrus, and so you don't have the right to sexually assault any woman. Mm-hmm. You just, regardless, are we going to talk about this story now? The, yes, we the are. The blue jean we story? Are. We are, because
1: that's coming this up is as well. This
0: unbelievable.
1: Uh, this is coming up also. Uh, the Haven Family Shelter is sponsoring Denim Day on Wednesday, April 27th. They're asking all businesses to... Um, allow their employees to wear jeans on that day or maybe a denim shirt or a blazer. And this would um, be able to raise money. So you pay a dollar and then you get to wear jeans and then that money is goes to help the Haven Family Shelter here in town. And so if you're business and you want to participate, just contact the shelter. They're going to go by and take some pictures, I think, as well, or they have in the past. Uh, but this is, you know, Denim Day, and this was started because of a story, uh, a actual he case yeah. case that happened in the 1990s in Italy. In 1999,
0: the Italy Italian Supreme Court heard a case. This man had been convicted of rape. He was a uh, driving instructor, and he assaulted his student. And his defense was she had on tight jeans, and they were very, very tight jeans. So if they'd only been very tight, he, I got it, then he you know, may have been sent to prison. But since they were very, very tight, the defense was she helped me get them off because she wanted it. And the Italian Supreme Court threw out his case and set him free. Because she was wearing tight, tight, very, very tight jeans, and the only way to get them off is with her help. What a crock. Now listen, when I first heard of wearing the jeans thing, I didn't know the story behind it. I thought, well, that's kind of a strange, but boy, I think it speaks volumes now, so... Uh, this is just how ludicrous this was in 1999 33 years ago have we come how far have we come in that time we still find people saying well she wanted to look at how she's dressed she enticed me she teased me you know they talk about these young ladies and how they stand they're just standing (laughs) they're just standing Mm -hmm. so you never excuse bad behavior if i could not get anything out of this program tonight, I want you to hear me. You never excuse bad behavior. And when it comes to assaulting someone, that there's no excuse for that. There's absolutely no excuse for that.
1: Yes, and because a victim uh, is um, complying or they are, you know, um,
0: what are you going to do if I mean, you have a knife to your throat?
1: Yeah, or or even not. I mean, you, you you're you're scared. I mean, you can be overpowered, you know, if you are being Uh, attacked by someone that has power, there's adrenaline in them going, and maybe they're not even bigger than you. Maybe you're, you know, I'm a pretty tall, uh, bigger lady. And, you know, if someone came and approached me and got me down on the ground or something, and I mean, I would probably be very afraid. So I'm not for sure what I would do. Well, I do know what I would do. but, But what I'm saying is that there are some people that are so overcome with fear and you know what what's going to happen well maybe if i just you know if i comply and if i you know do what he's saying or then then they're not going to hurt me any
0: further it's comply or die what are yeah. you going to do
1: and in some situations that's what you're thinking so because nobody wants to find themselves in that situation nobody ever thinks they will find themselves in that situation so you know to say that this young lady um, that her perpetrator was not guilty because she had to help him remove those genes uh, is just not an accurate way to deal with <laughs> that case. I want to share that. I, mean, I don't want to take your, your word, a crock. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that she was very scared. So I mean, 18 years old. And he was 45, by the way, 45 years I want to share
0: old. this story. I was transferred to a new ship and they had a tradition that I was not aware of. And I was, uh, I had a higher rank. But this this tradition they had was to take the new guy down and give him a pink belly. Now, I'm a big guy. I was 6'3", 220. I was very strong. Bodybuilder, weightlifter. About 15 guys got me, and it didn't take that many. They probably could have done it with five. Held me down, and they gave me a pink belly until... They were finished. I couldn't stop them. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stop them. I was fighting with that boy. I was so, I get mad thinking about it right now. And if you wonder how this could happen to somebody, one guy can be overtaken by three or four, one man. So, what does it take to abuse a child or a woman? It doesn't take that much. And we should not excuse it.
1: And some of it is, you know, psychological. You know, they are fearful because of the whole environment in the attack that's going on so uh, the haven family shelter donate one dollar to wear jeans on denim day denim day is april 27th if you're a business that would like to participate call for more information talk to holly at 325-597-7644 support our community by bringing awareness to sexual assault on denim day and also come out and enjoy uh the Style Show and the Survivor Art Exhibit, which is going to be on Tuesday, April 12th at the Heart of Texas Event Center that's located at 804 San Angelo Highway. Happy Hours from 6 to 7. Fashion Show at 7 o'clock. Tickets again are $10.00. For more information, you can contact the Haven Family Shelter at 597-7644. You can get tickets at the door. You also uh, can contact the Mercantile at 597-1455. I'm not sure if the Mercantile has tickets, but they might. So you can call and find that out. But um, the Survivors Art Exhibit just is going to show you some outfits that were Um, recreated from the stories of sexual assault survivors, you will be surprised to see what some people were wearing when they were sexually assaulted. You say, whoa, that is totally covered up. There is no, I mean, that is a big, huge, clunky sweatsuit, and she was attacked. Yes, yes. She was attacked. So, what were you wearing? Fashion show and survivor art exhibit Tuesday, April twelfth, uh, at the Heart of Texas Event Center. For more information, you can contact the Haven at 597-7644. Also, Denim Day, April twenty seventh. If you're a business and you want to participate, allow your employees to wear denim, denim jeans, shirt, uh, whatever you want to wear that's denim in support of Denim Day and Sexual Assault Awareness. Uh, donate a dollar to wear jeans that day or denim. Also, Coffee with a Cop Thursday. April 14th at the Brady National Bank Community Room from 830 to 1030. Uh, This is going to be for a light breakfast and beverages for you to have an opportunity to come by and to just meet and greet your local law enforcement. Uh, No agenda or speeches. This is just a chance to ask questions, uh, to Thank them for the hard work that they do protecting our community. And if you want more information about this, you can call the Haven as well. This event is also sponsored by the Haven Family Shelter, and their number is 597-7644. So a lot going on. Also, uh, this Saturday, the 17th, is going to be the Heart of Texas Car Show, which is uh, supporting the Child Welfare Board. Uh, This is going to be um, Saturday at Richards Park we have more information on that event on our website at kienialradio.com there'll also be an easter egg hunt at 11:30 in conjunction with that car show so to support child abuse awareness month in april uh, the car show will be going on on saturday so we want to invite you to participate in these events bring awareness uh, to our community on sexual assault and child abuse two topics we don't like to talk about but so much needed awareness and information needs to get out so people can be educated so we can take a stand and we can stop the abuse.
0: So I know that all the men that are listening to this program will agree with me when I say what we want is for our wives and our children, sons and daughters, we want them to be safe. Yes. We want to do whatever it takes for them to be safe. Mm -hmm. You know, the man was asked why he carries a gun. He said, well, because a cop is too heavy you yeah. know we can protect it our family when we're there
1: for someone to get there
0: but we're not always there That's right. we let our loved ones out of our sight our children go to school our daughters want to go out and be wild and have fun and we don't want to s- steal that from them and we don't want bad people stealing that from our children we want our children to be safe yes and so I think the men who are listening tonight and the women, we're all going to band together and do what we can do to make our environment right here in Brady, Texas, McCulloch County, the state of Texas, everywhere we go, safe for the weakest.
1: I'll yes. tell you what,
0: it's very seldom does someone six-two-two-twenty 220 get attacked. Mm -hmm. It's someone who's six or seven years old or three or four years old Mm -hmm. or 90 pounds dripping wet. And that's, you talk about bullying. You talk about a bad behavior. You talk about something that's wrong and that we need to put a stop to. Listen, and to the people who have been victims, we talked about how, Many times victims become perpetrators. If this happened to you, something like this has happened to you, get help. Yes. We're not uh, attacking you or condemning you for what happened to you. But if you perpetrate something like this on someone else, then you're going to get no sympathy. Mm -hmm. Get help.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationship. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule.
0: I'm Rudy Rule. And
1: we'll be back next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELRadio.com. Have a blessed week.
0: Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNEL 95.3 FM at canielradio.com follow at home with debbie rule on facebook and podcast on itunes see you next week at home with debbie rule for more insights on home family and relationships